More on Apple's Scary Fast event. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. What happens before the show starts and after we sign off? Informative, fun, and completely off-script conversations. That's what. Mac Voices After Dark is an exclusive benefit for our Patreon subscribers. Sign up now at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it won't surprise anyone that the Mac Voices Live panel had lots of thoughts on the announcements from Apple's Scary Fast event, so we're going to go right back and let the panel do the talking. Kind of nice now. It seems to me like there's no area of the Mac lineup that's really neglected at this point. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, there's there's nothing, no area that you can point to and go like, yeah, that's just horribly out of date. I mean, not yeah. everything was updated yesterday, but I, actually, is there anything in the lineup that's more than a year old? I don't think so. No. Um, uh, there's there's M2. Um, oh, I just bought some the other when day. When did we get um, the Mac Studio update? WWDC. This year, yeah. Okay. Sub-dub, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's still M2 laptops the that I think are more than a year old, but not by much. Ben? Sorry. Um, here, here's the thing about the iMac. It was conceived in an era that uh, you had a family computer. Mm-hmm. That uh, mobile processors were significantly slower. Mm-hmm. And everything cost a comparative fortune. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh excuse me we're getting to the point where computers are have become truly personal where everybody has their own uh laptops are basically as fast if not faster than most desktops and right now i'm able to do a throat a full multi-monitor uh 4k setup that will fit in my bag. Honestly, we I don't need the iMac anymore. I've had a couple. Me too. But it's just they do not fit fit my workflow in 2023. Uh the the M1 Pro MacBook Pro, Apple Marketing, clean it up, yes. uh does meet that that workflow perfectly. And I mean, honestly, it's the best machine I've ever had. Um, let's see here, uh, Mark. I, w- I want to get you in next because um, you had a question about sc- screens. Yes, you know, you know. Thank you for you know, thank you for moderating us all. Uh, <laughs> it, it seems to me that. Um, we're seeing a, a transition in terms of how people select these you know, devices because, you know, in the days where Apple was you know, dependent on Intel, you know, Intel would manufacture things and they have all sorts of ranges of, you know, performance, fastest, almost fast, you know, thing, and then dog slow. And 
Uh, so they would sell them at you know different price points. Yeah, it seems that what Apple is doing is um, you know, they have two, maybe three processor models, and then they may bin between them depending on how many cores you want, you know, which may be a, f- a function of yield, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But basically, the the processor specs, you know, you have sort of three different steps: small, medium, and large. You know, fast, faster, and fastest. To uh, uh, you know, Jeff's point about how powerful these processors are, um, and it, it seems that you know, how people are looking to differentiate is maybe okay. Yes, do you want a bigger monitor? Well, you know, Apple is nodding to that you know, with uh, you know their uh, MacBook uh, Pros and uh, and Airs in terms of how many mon- external monitors you can drive at the same time. So I think that's how they're accommodating to that need for you know, different customers. What's interesting to me is at this point, you know, Apple doesn't have you know, their own external monitor. You know, they're they're pointing you know, people by necessity need to go to third party. So maybe maybe will Apple re-enter that race, or are they out of it for good, saying, "Okay, third parties handle it. We just need to fo- tighten our focus and you know just make the best uh, computers and processors that we can." But you know, again, it seems that because of what they're doing, you know, they're strategy seems to be have you know, three different types of processors uh and then they have different models which i think you know are a result of yield fallout you know from uh, from the fab of whether you have you know x or x plus two number of cores or gpu cores and things but it, it seems that uh you know the imac yes very fast very powerful you know desktop a device you know probably satisfies the d- demand of you know 80 percent of the market out there you know, why is it not 80% of sales? Well, you know, people want a mobile device, you know, so that's why they buy, you know, MacBooks and, uh, you know, they have uh, similar performance characteristics. So, you know, I think there's sort of untold stories going forward of, will we ever see a bigger, uh, you know, MacBook, uh, sorry, uh, you know, iMac. I know I had an iMac, you know, 27 inch, and I loved it, it had a big screen, but it's kind of weird because you know it's sort of like a four by three form factor, and for the past couple of years I've had a thirty two inch uh, monitor that's more of a sixteen nine. Mm-hmm. I find screen real estate is way more usable than that uh, than that twenty seven inch iMac. And what do I power that with? You know, you know my Mac Mini. If you know I want to see something good, I can plug in there. Or if not, you know I go traveling somewhere or just want to you know sit outside and. Uh, you know, enjoy the sunset in the evening and you can take uh you know my uh my macbook air m1 out there with it so you know it's uh for me it's, it's really good but you know i think you know a lot of the panel discussion it seems we get so caught up on different screen sizes um it, it seems i'm going to close my point here you know and recapitulate it seems like apple is saying well we can't ex- get satisfy the needs of everybody else out there if they all one screen or two or three or four you know, we're not going to make computers that can handle that. We will make computers with monitors that will handle that. We will make a computer that people can accessorize, you know, you know, up the yin-yang and wazoo, you know, by plugging in other external devices. Eric? Um, I guess first I have to admit, I am still using a 27-inch Intel iMac at work as my <laughs> primary machine. I still like the display. I like the the speakers are good. The display it's is beautiful. good. 
my my only regret is is I, I I'd really love to have an ARM processor with that display. Um, so my my home system, I went with an Apple Studio display, figuring that I'll just keep replacing the Mini every single time a new Mini comes out. Uh, but I haven't found for what I do at home. I haven't found I need anything other than the base model machine, mm-hmm. uh, and that compares really favorably to the iMac in many ways. Uh, mm-hmm. The people that that I have recommended the iMac for is um, where they are just piecing things together and saying, "Well, I'll just grab this display that somebody's cousin left, and I'll plug it into whatever compete." You know, and then you end up with this weird thing where, "Oh well, you don't have sound, so you, now you have to get sound." And okay, well. Somebody will get loan me a speaker, but there's you know not a port for that, or it's just too complicated. The thing I really like about the iMac is you've got one box, you pull everything out of the box, you've got a decent screen, decent sound, a camera. You can do all of the things you need to do. You don't need anything extra, and everybody knows exactly what the configuration is. So when you go and you travel to your aunt four times a year to answer all of the questions and fix all the computer things, exactly what you need to bring and what you're getting into. And it's consistent. There's uh, no step three. Yeah. It, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, and, and I've said it's the perfect gift computer. Um, Patrice, I agree with you that really now the, the, the Mac, MacBook Air is kind of the perfect mm-hmm. gift, but not everybody wants a laptop, and the laptop isn't always suitable. Um, the the um, the iMacs are easier to 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 lock down to a desk if you're just out in the middle of nowhere, and mm-hmm. if it's just sitting in a kitchen or a small office or whatever, it basically gives you a monitor stand. You don't have to have the laptop that you put on top of the Kleenex box and stick a couple of things wedged under so it doesn't fall off. Then you go and you get the the keyboard because it's it's too far. You know, it's just simpler. Uh, So, yeah. Now, if I need a bigger screen, yeah, I go with the Apple Studio display and a mini Apple Studio display or the, the Apple Studio uh, but if it's just somebody that wants to sit down and do some computing, I I have to say I really like I like the iMac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It absolutely yeah, has a place. I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of appeal to that for a lot of people because you know we were talking earlier about uh, you know computers and personal computers have gotten even more personal because now it fits in your pocket. And this mm-hmm. is my go-to computing device, depending on what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, that's, I think, you know, that for a lot of people, that's the case. And and for people who like the desktop machines, I find they have a desktop machine that sits in one spot. And the thing that they carry around with them is an iPad mm-hmm. or, or a phone or an iPad. Also a good one. Yeah. So. Um, Dave, you had... Uh... A thought or two, yeah. On the iMac, I mean, uh, interesting to see that they kept they kept the line pretty much the same. I mean, all the format, 
all the um, the specs are the same. You're starting at eight gigs of RAM, which I think is more than sufficient for most people that are going to use this a Mac. And and the same thing, it drives me crazy though. They got the baseline model that doesn't have gigabit Ethernet, doesn't have the Magic Keyboard with Touch ID. I mean, come on, guys. I, mean, I, mm-hmm. I think make a twelve ninety nine and and and, and you know, <laughs> give us the give us the other stuff. But no, that's Apple. Um, but again, if you want to max out the RAM, it's only at twenty four gigs. But you're also spending four hundred bucks for the extra RAM, which is quite is, is a quite a jump. Um, but uh, these machines are will continue to be appealing. I mean, the, they're doing uh, they they've created some beautiful colors. I've seen, you know, I, I've been in doc- like you mentioned earlier the doctor's offices. A lot of doctors are using them right at the reception desk, and and, and I, I I go to a doctor and. Uh, she has has one and, and at the desk and I said oh yeah you're you're all Apple here and it was was kind of cool with them. but it's kind of funny she has the the uh, the, the new the M1 iMac and then right next to it is a really old uh, probably a 2017 or 2018 iMac so uh, but I think overall good product but uh, again I knew this was always been kind of aimed as a consumer consumer item or even a small business uh, but uh, I think we've had some good discussion here on the iMac and it's it, I think they did okay the M3 is gonna is gonna knock it out of the park they're gonna sell a lot of them yeah well I wanted to start with the iMac Dave, because I think yeah. it it is a general purpose machine. It's the machine a lot of people default to. And I mean, we have the super powerful iPads <clears throat> and and super powerful phones. And now we have a a a very, very powerful um consumer entry-level kind of Mac. And I know we can argue about that as to whether one of the laptops is actually the entry-level Mac. So that's where we're going to go next. Is uh, is is the new the new M3 laptops? How how do you feel about the the base level there, gang? Is it is it? And I mean, this is it. It's their MacBook Pros, and we've had the discussion before, especially when the studio models came out. That who are they for? I mean, we the pros are absolutely the pros. The pros are priced like pro machines yeah. and they're now decked out like pro machines and they're power so powerful that they deserve to be used by pros. Those of us in the prosumer market uh, or or sliding back a little bit closer to the middle, would we love to have them? Of course, but I don't think we really need them. I mean, I admit I'm 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 lusting after the new 16-inch M3, but I'm also evaluating, do I really need it? Need it, not right. want it, not could use it, need it. And, you know, for the, for the money, you have to take a look at it and think. But how, how do you all feel about the Air? Or excuse me, not the Air, the, um, the MacBook Pro, let's see now, the, now it's 14-inch, right? M3. The 14-inch yeah. M3, which yeah. uh, I was I was surprised to see this because – the. As they did, what they they did is they got rid of the the touch the last to the touch bar RIP the, to the touch bar, um, but uh, the this this model is is really aimed towards like a student somebody who needs a little more power than the MacBook Air, um, but it's priced right. I mean, it's priced at that point too at fifteen ninety nine at the base price. But uh, I was surprised that it, it, it does have the MacBook Pro name to it because you know we've always known with the marketing you know the the Pro is a Pro. Pro MacBook, and I always thought that. I mean, I've got an Air and a Pro, and and you know the Air was is aimed towards. Uh, uh, towards so they're they're really kind of Apple's been really weird with the way uh-huh. they've got their products going from the Air to the Pro, and then to real Pro, and 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 I, I I'm, and it's interesting to see how this new model is going to sell, and and also it's it's the the M3 models are limited to to only two colors, 
whereas you can get the space black if you get the M3 Pro on the 14-inch. So uh, interesting what they've done. Um, but I, I, I can see this uh, being a good, uh, a pretty hot seller. Good for even even good for basic business use. I, I could see this this model being good, but but t- possibly. I mean, but you, you're going to have to bump up the RAM. That's the thing, and eight gigs is, is going to be tough to, to do that. And I know Kelly's shaking her head here because that we both work in in this world. Um, but you're probably right. I mean, the M3 Pro is probably going to be the the standard in the 14. You know, 16. Obviously, that's a whole other story. I, I was really happy to lose the Touch Bar. Yeah. Um, I like being able to get to the function keys by touch and having to mess around with the touch bar. And this, this is a a big improvement. I like the keyboard. I, I, yeah, I'm just happy with the interface. That's that's, vision is happy too. That's yeah. That's interesting because the touch bar seems to be one of those things that just elicits a lot of emotion in people. They seem to either love it or they hated it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it. I I, I, I was one of the weird ones in the middle. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, and so when they went back to the function keys, it's like, yeah, okay. I changed my work habits a little bit. And two days later, I forgot about the touch bar. So I, I, I love the idea um, of it. I didn't like the implementation. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. nobody else implemented uh, um, it. Right, like that's part of the problem. Like the force feedback on the trackpad, like nobody cares. Nobody cares that it's pressure sensitive. Nobody cares that you can give a little haptic feedback, like you can on your phone and all that. Like it didn't matter to literally anybody except the keynote developers. Like that's it. They were the only people who paid attention because when you drag something around in a keynote slide and you get it centered, you get a little back to you like you do on your phone. And that's awesome. And they're like the only people that have done anything with that. And that's like, I have a touch bar. It's fine. I kind of ignore it because it is very rarely useful. I mean, uh, it, in odd. video editors, it works well because mm-hmm. it, it puts the, yeah. the, what do you call it, the time bar thing in there. It gives you I, a nice you know, I'm, scrub I'm a, tool. Timeline, yeah. Scrub tool, yeah. I, I, I'm a really good good touch. Oh, Jim, we lost your audio. He hit the mute on his touch bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I love the the idea of the touch bar, but I honestly wish they would have put it at like the bottom of the display, where you have full access to your keyboard. Uh, but and put it here. And the keyboard, yeah. it, but it's just you can like easily get the stuff to so you can do those, uh, you know, iPad slash iPhone type things. Jim, uh, you're still you still gone? <laughs> yep, he's still gone. He he tried to say something bad about Apple, so Apple muted him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did? Yeah, it's okay. It happened to me the other week. So. Uh, I, I, listen, I, I wanted to ask Mark a question because in the YouTube chat, he he put in that he's port challenged. And I'm kind of curious about that because I think it was Barry also may have agreed with that. Um, Mark, what, what are you port challenged over? And would a new machine solve it? Or could you buy something like a, a Thunderbolt dock and have your ports, port problem solved? Okay. So I, you know, I was, yeah. So on that, um, 
my Mac mini dates back from 2011, 2012. I mean, it's just, it's just been a really solid performer, but it has a single Thunderbolt and has four USB, you know, USB, you know, USB, you know, 480 megabits per second ports. And they're, they're really slow, you know? So uh, now that, you know, I've upgraded, I have more, you know, more, more peripherals and things. I'd like more high speed ports and um that's the long and short of it you know the the m1 you know macbook mini is a you know first generation device you know it wouldn't be prudent really to buy it at this time unless you get a really great deal on the apple refurb store but i don't think that's going to happen because you know and sort of the m2 is sort of maybe i'm thinking he's maybe moving into the sweet spot especially if they uh you know update it with a with an m3 model which will undoubtedly happens sometime uh you know next year you know q1 or q2 huh. so i'm look i'm looking for another mini that i can you know take and you know just run into the ground for another you know 12 years or so yeah i mean th there will be a there will be a spring event probably with the vision pro where they do that i, I would bet yeah <laughs> I just find it interesting because because I know I've got a couple of WC Thunderbolt docks here for different machines, and mm -hmm. I mean it, it's almost for me a requirement because no matter which machine yeah. we're talking about, I don't have enough ports. So taking up one Thunderbolt port with that uh, gives me, well, depending on which ports. dock, <laughs> a bunch <laughs> more ports. Yeah, yeah. Some, mm -hmm. sometimes more Thunderbolt, a bunch of USB-C plus the inevitable. Uh, Audio jack. Um, what is what else on there? Um, headphone mm -hmm. connection and um, SIM card. Oh, mm -hmm. three point five millimeter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have. I don't have real need for that. For me, it's it's all about peripherals, mostly storage, and uh, you know, and then also the ability to plug in, you know, sort of USB C, say from you know an, an iPad or you know a MacBook mm -hmm. Air or something. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, but but yeah, the M two Mini has that. Exactly. I mean, right. it's the, the 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 mini is is great, you know. Uh, but you know, it's it's twelve years old. It's still functioning fine. I'm mm -hmm. not quite sure what I would repurpose it to after this, but uh, um, yeah, Plex server. Yeah, <laughs> could be. Yeah, you never know. I mean, that's because right now it's sort of a uh, you know uh, you know uh, a file server, print server, and uh, you know. Mm -hmm. bit yeah. Client. So that's uh, that's its role in life, and and I can't help but point out that well, we, we I'm not going to ask everybody to do a roll call, but is there anybody here that is using an absolute current machine that's less than let's say let's say six months to a year old? Oh, I am. I've got the there the, the MacBook Air. Okay, you got well, the up until yesterday. I could have raised my yesterday. hand. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? What? What was yesterday? Well, yeah. M3. But yeah, the M3 came out, so I don't have the current oh. machine anymore. But I, I have that the M2 Pro, uh, yeah. 14 inch MacBook right. Pro. But you upgraded, as I recall, because your other one died. No, it um it no longer um worked for what I needed. Okay. All so right. I I went from a 2019. Uh, 16 inch Intel MacBook Pro to the uh, January 2023 M2 Pro 14 inch MacBook Pro. Yeah, that's right. That's okay, so nice so machine. yeah, so you it's have a nice machine. 
you upgraded was... for the right reason. You needed the function and mm -hmm. you upgraded. Mm -hmm. But I mean, think about how know. many of us, yeah, <laughs> think of us, think about how many of us are running two year old to, I'm, I'm afraid to quote Mark's, you know, how old his was. So we're, and, and the, the hardware is still useful. There, we, we run into limitations. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I mean, my, my, uh, my M1 MacBook Pro is almost two years old and I do not feel any limitations in it. None. Zero. It's an M2, an M1 Max. So, yeah, same here. Works just yeah. fine. Ditto for my M1. Plain old my M1, M1 and it's fine. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the great thing. We have all this power that's available to us if we need it to buy new machines. Mm -hmm. But if not, what we have is more, excuse me, more than competent. Mm -hmm. Jim said um, that one of his, uh, I get one of his audio utilities crashed. So I'm hoping he'll come back. I guess he was restarting. Probably. Um, because yeah, he was when caught that crashes in mid for me, I usually have to reboot. So hopefully. Yeah. He was caught in mid comment. So. Yeah. Mm. So how about the obvious question? Uh, can, can we ask it of of the YouTube chat room? Um, who's going <laughs> to buy? Any anybody have uh, have waving their credit card around at the moment? I, mean, I, I would love one, but I don't need one, and I still haven't even gone through the first year of warranty support on my computer. It seems a little early for me to to replace this. See. Jeff, you think that, but I'm sure you could find a loving home for that machine. Oh, I have no doubt. The proceeds <laughs> yeah. to finance the new one, you know. Yeah. That's probably uh, but, a thing. And just and bundle funny, puppy with it, and yes, off you go. <laughs> the funny thing is, I think that uh, it might there, there might be a home auditioning in Oregon for it, the way Kelly was talking. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm I'm still happy with mine. Um but uh the thing I'll tell you the thing that that reeled Mr. Kelly into the Apple ecosystem many years ago was when one day he finally said, "Yeah, I think I need an iPod now." And I said, "Why? Like what what's what is it about the new the new mini that the new iPod mini that catches your eye that none of the other ones ever did and he said okay look it comes in black okay it's there's a black one now it's not just white and now that there's a black one i can have a black one so just be quiet about it and help me figure out where i can buy one and i'm like i know five places you can buy one right now like are you know what are you doing in the next hour i will make three phone calls and we'll go pick one up and that's exactly what happened but it was because it came in black so i texted him last night and said thought you should know the new <laughs> apple has new laptops they come in black because he is mr i'm just wearing this black t-shirt until they make something darker so <laughs> he, so he is exactly the target market for that computer now i was just telling somebody in the chat that behind me you can see his desk and uh he's team mini uh i bought a little bracket and it's mounted under his desk so he can raise and lower his desk and and it won't mess anything up but like he figured out that the bulk of what he does is take his computer and plug it into two big screens so he got an m1 mini and he's very very happy with it and has been happy with it for ages so um 
Uh, I'm not sure what he's going to think about this one, but I have to tell you, I'm kind of grumpy about the new M3s because you have to super upgrade in order to get to natively support to external displays. Makes me very grumpy. Um, Kelly, this is very unfair of me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Monday, yes. I have I will have an interview with Larry O'Connor of OWC, and in that, he addresses that exact thing. And, I, and why? So look for that. Why? I don't care why. I just care that I have to get an M3 Pro if I want two external screens and zero docks. That's what I care about, and it makes me grumpy that I have to that I have to pay for more processor in order to do that because I don't need more processor. I don't. Well, this this sounds strangely though like the dis- <laughs> yeah this sounds strangely like the discussion we started having about um you know the the size of the screen. That, and and whether it's connected like the iMac or whether it's there's a cable that runs between that and a third party display. Mm-hmm. So it it's you know, those are the choices you have right now. It, and don't forget, you know, the only things that were updated were the laptops and the iMac. So who knows what will mm-hmm. happen in the next couple weeks, months, um, to the studio and to the iMac. Or excuse yeah. me, to the Mac Mini, pardon me. So you know, it's, it, it is what it is. Jim, are you back? I don't know. Am I? You are. You <laughs> no, are. No, I'm hear. sorry. You're not. <laughs> we can hear you. We can hear you now. We missed you. I wound up completely rebooting the computer. Yeah, we figured that. We figured yeah. that. So how about the top end? You know, we've, we've bounced around here a little bit. and But, uh, the, I mean, the 16-inch M1 Max is a beast of a machine. M3. And, and or, why do I keep doing that? I'm sorry. M3, <laughs> thank you. You're trying I think to for talk us, Apple Silicon. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, well, that may no, be, I think yeah. for us, Apple Silicon and M1 are kind of the same thing because we've been talking about it for so long. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you're right. But, but I mean, that's a monster machine. If you, yeah. and you can configure oh, it yeah. at a monster price. Mm-hmm. But but what you get for that money is staggering. Although, any- like, really, you know, is it more of a monster than the 14-inch? I mean, it seems to me it's just a little more screen. You can configure them exactly the same in terms of everything else. Uh-huh. From what I from what I remember, even with the the M2 and the M1, there is simply a little bit more thermal headroom and a little bit like a tiny fraction of performance they can get out of. Remember that the the 16 inch has that high performance mode that the 14 inch doesn't. And I think the reason for that is exactly Uh, that. I didn't know about that. Yeah, you can enable like kind of like the low performance mode. You can enable high performance mode, which basically burns your battery so that it does take a bigger charger yeah exactly so and i don't think that's just the screen i think it it simply can do a little bit more in because of the the bigger case yeah mark yeah i was just going to say i think that uh you know, the d- another difference between the 14 and 16 is you can max out the 16 at 128 gigabyte memory and the 14 i'm just looking here now yeah, but it doesn't go up quite as much. It goes to oh. 96 gigabytes of, of memory. So I, really? I even I, if you get the max? If even if you get the max. Mm-hmm. I thought I just spec that yesterday and 
No, I just, you can I'm do 128 gig. Yeah, yeah. You, you can go 20, 128. You do have to bump up the processor. Yeah, the you have yeah. to have the MP, M3 yeah. Pro or the oh, M3 okay. all right. Max. Max. Yeah. With okay. all the cores. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that's 3699 versus if you do it on the 16-inch. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll do the same number of cores. Four, 30 versus 40 core. Okay, yeah. So, but it, it so, you know, just, just overlooking the uh, configuration differences, I think the reason is for people is going to be what their use case is. And, you know, somebody, whether it was Johnny or the other guy said, you know, it's there for you know, AI and machine learning applications where more RAM, the better, you know, the more cores, the better. So for people working on or developing, uh, you know, AI applications, I can see these things becoming really, really popular uh, versus you know, trying to get in line to wait you know, to be able to get uh, some the NVIDIA, you know, state-of-the-art uh, chips or servers built around them or going to AWS or Azure to try to get, you know, similar time on a similar system. So, you know, I think Apple may have a really, you know, popular hit here in the AI and development community. Yes, there was even more for the panel to discuss from the M3 chips, the iMac announcement, the M3 MacBook Pro announcements, and more. So we will be back at it next time on Mac Voices. Until then, I'm Chuck Joyner. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com. <laughs>